Before the Rings of Power, there were the Silmarils. Before Sauron, there was his master Morgoth. Before Aragorn and Arwen, there was Beren and Luthien. Join us as we explore Tolkien and all the ages of Middle-earth with your hosts from TheOneRing.com, Jonathan Watson and Michael Grumbine. Welcome, everybody. And hello, especially hello. you, Michael, welcome to you, too. It's, it's <laughs> Oh, thank you. It's not like we weren't talking before we recorded it all. Not at all. It was just totally jump right in. Welcome. I, Hi, Mike. How's it going? I'm, I'm happy to be here in 2024. 2023 was terrible, so I'm glad to... I'm glad we can we can move on. Leaving us leaving it behind. I don't know if politically it's going to be great because this is going to be one bleep 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 of a oh yeah this is, season here in the U.S. This is the year it all it all gets goes it all, down. It's more fun. It's more fun at the end. It's more fun. Speaking of more fun, we've had a lot of fun doing the reviews of these Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it's been you know it's it's I never, I didn't think I'd get tired of it, but I'm a little tired. I'm a little tired. I've said this a few times. I'm a little tired. Of going through all these changes and so next week next week we're going to be changing it up we're actually going to be reading starting to read it's going to take us i think a few weeks to go through it uh the mariner's wife or aldarion and erendis a story of the second age of um middle earth that Yay. occurs in numenor yeah the real second age so for those that's of right. you who uh we're looking at you rings of power yeah that's right um and uh you can find it in unfinished tales i'll put a link below to uh the copies you can get on amazon there uh well worth it it's my favorite unfinished tale by a wide margin um there's a lot in it and so we're going to start next week and we're going to have the middle earth mixer going through all that with us so that'll be fun we'll have a our three-legged stool is back for a for a short amount of time we're thinking it's probably four or five episodes because we're going to go deep into this stuff and talk talk deep about it kind of look at it i'm sure we all we all learn something as we go through this and that's what i'm most excited about because i've read the eldarian inheritance like four or five times um but when you go through with other people and you just hear what everybody has to say uh you get a lot more out of it so uh, i'm excited to go through it i'm excited to to you know we're not completely getting past all the changes uh, in peter jackson's films we'll come back to it eventually uh and i think next time we do it we'll start with uh all those uh the wizard battle absolutely hated so that's going to be like a 1.1 on the scale for me i'm thinking so we'll go we'll go through some of those um this will be, this may be our first major disagreement because I, no. I yeah yeah well but we'll get there look at okay. that it's a five it's a it's a tease for five or six weeks from now it took us like <laughs> it'll take us like 30 episodes to get to one where we where we we're very strongly disagreeing right. on something we're almost at 30 as it is where it, i think is it uh 20, 26 and 27 27 and 28 i, I need to count 28 here, 29 who knows <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna figure this out it's uh, all one 26 long and 27 okay oh you, you know what that means is, is my little my little spreadsheet is all wrong here i'm gonna have to change it so um yeah so we join join us for that in four weeks but first go out and get your copy of unfinished tales uh read aldarian and erendis uh, or read it slow we're only going to go through like the first three or four pages i think next week as we kind of discuss the history of it discuss uh, who aldarian is before erendis even comes into the the story uh so enjoy that uh enjoy reading tolkien again with us uh, i think a lot of people have been clamoring for that actually i think that's going to be really enjoyable exactly uh, so do that and if you like that if you do that please go to spotify apple and i like both of you again tom and bill Go back to, and I think there was a Nancy too who 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 uses Google Podcasts. You can go there and, and rate us there too. It doesn't really matter. So, you know, but yeah, Spotify and Apple are the best ones. But yeah, rate us there. We appreciate that. Uh, more people find us that way, and that's wonderful. I also want to bring up that we, as usual, have 
our member section. And here's the cool part. You can become a member for $4 a month and get access to all of our Discord. But now but we wait. do have a section. Am I flashing here? I, I saw flashes on my screen. Anyway. Uh, no, I was just I was making a joke <laughs> about, about wait, there's more joke. Uh, wait, there's more. You freeloaders, you can get into our Discord chat for absolutely free right now. Oh, the freeloaders are right. We Mike. love, we the love freeloaders. you. Michael, we love you. We love it's all you. Michael's like negative attitude that comes up with these whole freeloaders thing. I'm you know sorry. What? I'm sorry. It's no. the internet. You have to get clicks somehow. So below there's now a link. Uh, an invite link for Discord that gives you access to the freeloaders channels that we have. It's not all of them. You don't get access to like membership questions and um, the any any special uh, uh, like videos that we post and, and the, the the extended editions things like that. But you can join the conversation with everybody in our freeloaders channels right now. There's a couple of them. Maybe we'll add more. Um, and I guess you know, like I said, it's kind of the gateway drug. So hopefully you like it and you can join and you can uh, come back for more conversation in, in the, some of the deeper, more intense channels that we have. Uh, but join us there. Uh, click that link below. Get on Discord. Uh, no cost necessary at all. But if you do want to support us, which we'd really appreciate, we really love it. It lets us keep doing this here. Uh, it's $4 a month. First month is free. Or if you want to give more like Lynn and Harrison and Adam do, uh, who've been doing it for a long time. And I know the economy isn't great, but they are doing their utmost for Yay. our hunt. We love and, them. Uh, and uh, really appreciated that. Uh, so today... We're going to go over two changes, Radagast, the absent, and uh, we already learned that Mary and Pippin were the pranksters. Now we're going to also learn that they're thieves. They're juvenile delinquents. They're the horrible, horrible robbers of the Shire because they stole <laughs> mushrooms and cabbages and carrots. Did they steal mushrooms, actually? I don't even know. I don't think they were. They stole mushrooms in the films. Well, we're going to see. We're going to check it out. So join us there uh, at, the, at a membership to get the extended podcast where we are actually going to be talking about these two changes and we're talking about more about like why maybe maybe they shouldn't have had radagast maybe they dodged a bullet by not having radagast in fellowship of the ring um and we'll talk about what would have happened if gandalf didn't heed radagast warning maybe that would have been even worse um and where did radagast live when he met gandalf because it wasn't roscobel uh so a few of those questions we've got boy i think five or six six questions today from uh from many people even our new member rick cotton tree who joined like an hour and a half ago he nice. posted posted a, a question too that we're going to go over uh which is you know notice that frodo was the thief in the, in the books so he was the bad guy we'll talk about that too so let's jump into it let's jump into radagast the absent i must see the head of my order he is both wise and powerful trust me frodo you'll know what to do and that's it. That's what, what Radagast is gone. In that few lines, Peter Jackson has told us Radagast doesn't exist in the story. Yep. To be clear, Gandalf is, of course, referring there to Saruman when he says the head of his order. So when, when Jonathan says that's it, that's Radagast gone, he's not talking about the head of the order. That's Saruman. So Radagast right. is, is bypassed. And, um, oh, our listeners know who Radagast yes, is. Yes, of course, of course. But there are some people, some of those freeloaders. <laughs> oh, you never know. <laughs> but they, but to be specific, they. Um, this refers to the line about seeing the head of his order. He doesn't see it exactly, but he is called by the head of the order um, via Radagast. So Radagast is the messenger who tells Gandalf, catches Gandalf south of Bree, and tells him, or Gandalf catches him, runs across him. And um, 
a, an interesting exchange over a couple pages happens, which makes me fascinated with Radagast's character. There's all kinds of aspects of Radagast that I thought never got explored. And um, they didn't have anything to do with bird crap on his head, like in The, <laughs> the Hobbit. But um, they <clears throat> there is a, there is no Radagast, none whatsoever in the movies. So there you have it. Another thing uh, skipped. So here, let me read what Tolkien wrote about Radagast. A couple of them, and one of them is going to be a little bit longer. I apologize for that. But here, uh, Radagast, again, he, he actually, it's at the Council of Elrond that he recalls what's happening. Right. And so... In the films, one of the changes we point out uh, on the webpage is that things happen there in real time. Here, there's no um, there's no looking back at um, at at, at uh, there's what's the word I'm looking for. There's no recalling of history. It's just right there. So here's what uh, Gandalf said at the Council of Elrond. I turned then east and north and journeyed along the greenway, and not far from Bree, I came upon a traveler sitting on a bank beside the road with his grazing horse beside him. It was Radagast the Brown, who at one time dwelt at Roscobel near the borders of Mirkwood. He is one of my order, but I had not seen him for many a year. And so then he goes on, and uh, Radagast clearly has an urgent errand. Uh, he tells him about the Nazgul. And uh, then he says, I have been told that wherever wherever they go, the writers ask for news of a land called Shire. The Shire, I said, or Gandalf said. But my heart sank, for even the wise might fear to withstand the nine. And when they are gathered together under their fell chieftain, a great king and sorcerer he was of old, and now he wields a deadly fear. Who told you and who sent you, I asked. Saruman the White, answered Radagast. And he told me to say that if you feel the need, he will help. But you must seek his aid at once or it would be too late. So right there, that's where... Gandalf learns, oh, I've got to go see Radagast. He's not this helpless old knocking his head on the door jams of the Hobbit doors kind of guy who's like, I don't know what to do. I got to see the head of my order. So, yeah, uh, that's right. Change. Although, you know, Radagast is the one that's telling him Saruman says he can help you if you want. So so it's kind of a it's kind of a lure sort of situation, not just Gandalf deciding to go see um, Saruman. But, uh, but Saruman kind of laying a trap. That's true. Um, it's but it, it's at it is only because of Radagast that he goes to see Saruman. There, there is right. no uh, initial thought within himself that says, "Oh, I got to go do it." Unlike in the films. So exactly, is it lore friendly? Is removing Radagast lore friendly? Well. Would you like me to go first? Sure, yeah. You said well, so I'm going to leave it in your court. <laughs> um, so the consideration when you ask, is it lore-friendly, as we've discussed many times before, the consideration for me is, is the path that they chose, which was having Gandalf declare that he needs to go see Saruman because of his Saruman's wisdom and knowledge about what to do, is that lore-friendly? And the, that which includes the removal of Radagast. So, in my mind, I will say interestingly, I do think this is lore friendly, um, and for the reason that you just read, the, the, when Gandalf says Saruman has long studied the arts of the enemy himself, thus we have often been able to forestall him. It was by the devices of Saruman that we drove him from Dol Guldur. It might be that he has found some weapon that would drive back the nine. So Gandalf in the books is referring to Saruman's practical wisdom in 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 um, opposing the enemy. And so, and so what Gandalf has, says is his reason to go see Saruman and thereby cutting out Radagast entirely as Saruman's messenger 
is not lore unfriendly. It's 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 in line with with it, even though you know you cut out a character. So then the qu second question for me is, is the cutting out of Radagast? Do you miss out on a major on major theme themes and plot points like we talked about last week with the Barrow Downs, where when you cut out the Barrow Downs, you cut out all this this setup for a for an yeah. epic confrontation with the Witch King at the end, made more epic by the blades from the Barrow Downs, um, which never happened. And then of course there's the old forest, and there's a whole bunch of there's as we discussed six chapters. So this is not that. This is two pages of a character that never appears again in the in the Lord of the Rings of books. Yeah. And so I don't think missing him out rises it to the level of lore unfriendly. I just think I, I just think it's a it's a cut. And also it's another character. So in a movie, when you're making it, well, actually, that gets to the second question. So that's my answer. My answer is yes, it is lore friendly for those reasons. I I I, think... I, uh, I agree with you. It is lore friendly, but I, I I'm curious because I, I agree with you for all the same reasons. He's a he's a really minor character. In fact, he barely holds in in the rest of the lore of Middle Earth. He barely holds a few other things other than a few more other sentences. Right? We don't know really anything about Radagast. Uh, but last week, you said that removing Gildor was not lore-friendly. Mm -hmm. And what is the difference between that small character and this small character that you yep. would say, well, you know, that one's not lore-friendly and this one is lore-friendly? Great, great, great point. Thank you for, for, for using my own phrases against me. I appreciate <laughs> that. And um, my answer is that Gildor, losing Gildor isn't just Gildor. If it was just Gildor for a page, that would be one thing. But Gildor represents, um, tells us, we, we learned so much about the High Elves with Gildor, and he represents a haven against the, the Black Riders. And he also, um, you know, it's probably his connection that gets back to Rivendell, and, and, and there's probably a connection with Glorfindel as well. So I think that unlike Radagast, who doesn't really tell us much, it isn't like Gandalf meets Radagast and they learn a lot about the Istari, um, the, yeah. their, you know, their, their, orderly, their order of wizards, and and that by removing Radagast, we are remove a piece of the history of Middle Earth. By removing Gildor, and not just Gildor, but Gildor and all the elves that are with him, and the travels with the hobbits, you remove that elf, that piece of here's where the high elves fit into the, to the Middle Earth. They're leaving now. There's a sadness to that. They have great power. They're wise. They they're they're fearful, or at least. Um, concerned about the, the the black riders you know they you learn a lot in that interaction mm -hmm. so i think cutting out gildor and the whole companion side removes something major to middle earth the the waning of the elves and the power that they have is a really important aspect of middle earth um and and um and that uh it, whereas radagast is not radagast is literally about the side character issues you can okay. get for tolkien okay i i accept your answer <laughs> long wounded though it is <laughs> all right next uh next question does the change make for better cinema and this is actually the same answer i had last year when last year last week when we were talking about a, a glimpse of gilbert um in change number 24 26 26 no this um, is 26 am I, i'm this is 26 i'm i think my numbers are getting all messed up I don't know. In any case, in A Glimpse of Gilder, I said that was also made for better cinema because he was such a small character in the books, even though it was a couple of pages. Here it's, it's or maybe, you know, three or four pages. Here it's uh, less than that, even less than that, but for the same reasons. Throwing in a, a character that is part of Gandalf's order, that clearly Gandalf has some relationship with, 
and that he respects. And then he's just gone for the entire films when there are other major events happening is kind of a letdown. So you don't, you don't want to throw in a character of power and simply say, now he's gone for the rest of the films. It would, it would not be good. So yes, I think removing him, it actually did make for better cinema. Agreed. And for the same reasons. So mm. it, like it, it yeah. he just, Easy. he creates more questions than he answers. Like mm. there's so many questions around about Radigas. Like where, where does he, where do you, why is yeah. he in a hurry to leave? He, the last thing he says is, he says, um, he wrote um, off as if the nine were after him. Yeah. I will do that. And wrote off as if the nine were after him. He says, I'm the, and he also says he has to go. He has to leave. Like, why do you have to leave? What's the, like, there's nothing. We don't know where, <laughs> what <laughs> that old song, where did you come from? Where did you go? <laughs> <laughs> it's Radagast the Brown. <laughs> it's Cotton Eye Joe. So, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> okay. Yes. So that one's an easy answer. I think we all agree with that. It's better cinema. However, they did add Radagast into The Hobbit. And that's a change that they didn't need. So they added him. <laughs> they should have just left him out of both. And they made him worse. Yeah. Radagast wasn't even in the freaking Hobbit. They took him and they gave him... <laughs> Yeah. Anytime what we they did the with Radagast and the Hobbit reminds me of the, the recent uh, mockery of um, Disney via a popular and crass cartoon program. Um, oh. <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy, mocking Kathleen yeah. Kennedy. Yeah. Um, put, a, put a chicken in it and put a chicken in it and make it lame. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Pretty, pretty powerful. Yeah. Did a good pretty job with that. Good. All right. So last question, how much do we like the change? Uh, I think this is one of the least objectionable changes in there. So I'm going to go with the 4.7. Give him a little bit of love. 4.7. I think adding him would have been a big mistake. (laughs) Maybe that's also affected by seeing what they did with him in The Hobbit. Maybe. So leaving him out was probably a good choice if that's how they were going to portray him. You're going to trade him, (laughs) treat him like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't go into the high fours because that's when I actually like the change. I just agree with it here, so I'm going to mm. give it a straight four point hmm. Yeah, I think putting him in it would have would have actually made the film worse. So in that case, I yeah. do like the change. I, I think it would mildly. Just I don't think it's that big of a deal. Yeah. All right. Good answers, Michael. Good answers. Though I'm okay. Still All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's jump into the next one. Which is Mary and Pippin, Mushroom Thieves. What could possibly happen? <laughs> Mary, it's Frodo Baggins. Hello, Frodo. You've been in the former maggot's crop. <laughs> All right. I know we call this Mushroom Thieves, but it just makes more sense. When you say cabbage thieves or cabbage and carrot thieves, it just doesn't sound as good. Plus, this is kind of a throwback to... It's what Frodo did, in fact. In exactly the Lord of the Rings in the Fellowship of the Ring, we learn out what Frodo did as a rascally young youth uh, to be redundant. Uh, but yeah, so they're really, I mean, if we look here, we see cabbages and carrots, and then they tumble down the cliffside, and they've got, you know, it's a shortcut to mushrooms. We see some carrots there on the left. Sam is holding some cabbages. So, uh, so yeah, so we found out earlier that they're pranksters, but now they're not only pranksters. They're straight up criminals. <laughs> They're the worst part of the Shire. They're out stealing poor farmer maggots, hard fought for crops that they simply are 
stealing. I mean, I was a little bit like, whoa, they're actually just stealing food from them. So maybe they're food insecure. We can't judge them too harshly. <laughs> That's right. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I wasn't a huge fan of this change. It, and it was felt like sort of a, um, it's a completely random way to get them together. They're not, they're not really friends. They're just the rascals who are like now along for the trip. We don't really know how much, for, like how, how much before they literally run into each other, do we see them interacting before this? Not much at all, right? Is there anything? No, well, Pippin, Pippin remember, is with is with Sam and Frodo. Yeah, in no, the, in the books, but I mean in the films. No, not at all. They don't they don't interact at all. The uh, Pippin and um, yeah. Mary interact. Pippin and Mary interact with Gandalf, but they don't interact with Frodo. Isn't that weird? Like you don't think about that. Having read the books, I don't. I never. That, I, I, I don't think that they don't really know each other well according to the films at this hmm. point. Right. I, other than, right. I guess, they're at the party, so you could say, well, they have a relationship because they were at the party, but yeah, like, everybody was invited each. to the party. Yeah, he invited he invited them, but that doesn't mean much considering how okay. many people. Um, and so I thought it's worth, did you have the quote already? No, go ahead. Go ahead. So I thought it is worth um, the whole thieving from Farmer Maggot, as you pointed out, is a thing, yeah. but it is a thing that Frodo did, not Pippin and Mary. In fact, quite the opposite with Pippin. So yeah. um, I'm going to read a quote from Frodo. This is from the, A Shortcut to Mushrooms. And um, Frodo um, has says about former Maggot, he says, I am terrified of him and his dogs. I've avoided his farm for years and years. He caught me several times trespassing after mushrooms when I was a youngster at Brandy Hall. And on the last occasion, he beat me and then took me and showed me to his dogs. See, lads, he says, next time this young varmint sets foot on my land, you can eat him. Now see him off. They chased me all the way to the ferry. I have never got over the fright, though I dare say the beasts knew their business and would not really have touched me. So this is Frodo, a young rascally thief when he was um, much younger. And uh, Pippin says, um, la Pippin laughs at Frodo and then says, basically, well, it's time you made it up, especially if you're coming back to live in Buckland. Old Maggot is really a stout fellow if you leave his mushrooms alone. Let's get into the lane and then we shan't be trespassing. If we meet him, I'll do the talking. He is a friend of Mary's, and I used to come here with him a good deal at one time. So uh, yeah. Mary isn't there. Pippin is, and Pippin talks about how Mary, um, Farmer Maggot knows him, and Mary is his friend. So quite the opposite of what the movie shows. Mm -hmm. And um, and and funnily enough, it's, you know, um, also, I'm going to take this moment, because this is our, our moment. I don't think we have it as a separate change. Do we have, because we, we talked about it, and there was six chapter removal was Farmer Maggot. Man, I love Farmer Maggot. Farmer Maggot actually stands up and threatens the Black Riders when they come on his land and, and tells them he refuses their gold and tells them that they're going to turn around and leave. The Black Riders, he's going to turn around and leave or he's going to get his dog sicked on him. So um, Farmer Maggot's in the uh, common, common parlance, Farmer Maggot is a Chad. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> it's funny. You know, we're going to talk a little bit, little bit about that in our extended podcast because Thomas has a point to be made about Farmer Maggot and his uh, fierce and intimidating demeanor. That uh, nice, sent good. Nazgul. So anyway, that's the right. so so this whole thing is a reversal. Um, Frodo was the thief, and it was many many years ago. Um, and uh, the other uh, Pippin and Mary are actually on good terms with Farmer, Farmer Maggot. Yeah, they're not thieves. They're not <laughs> thieves, people. They're not thieves. All right, number twenty-eight. I think last last uh, we we realized I miscounted, so I, I figured out. No, we're we're on number twenty-eight now. Sorry about that, everybody. If you saw number twenty-six, but this is this is officially number twenty-eight here. Number twenty-eight. Marine Pippin mushroom teams. How how much? No, wait. Sorry. Ooh, I gotta fix this. Is it lore friendly? There we go. 
getting this right. Fly by the seat of your pants. We're not going to edit this in post. This is how, how we roll here. This is how we roll. Uh, is it lore friendly? Uh, no is my answer because it's part of that whole, we're just going to cut it all out and make them meet by literally running into each other and they have no relationship otherwise. And I hate that. There's a deep relationship that's built over those six chapters that Peter Jackson cut out. And by whittling it down, by whittling isn't the right word, by hacking it to a splinter of we're just going to knock into each other while walking through a cornfield, uh, you've created characters that didn't exist in Tolkien's book. So no, right. it feels, feels kind of like, like a random encounter or it's the way that the DM in a D D game uh, makes all the characters meet each other. Like they bump, they literally just bump into each other. And, yeah. yeah. Hey, we're on the same adventure now. Yeah. No, I, I hate, Oh, it's a serendipitous thing that we just yeah. jumped right. Accidentally no, accidentally like, bumping oh. into each other. Yep. Two sex machina right there, man. Can't do that. Okay. Uh, it's, it's not, it's not lore friendly. Um, I don't find it to be the most egregious of things, but I do, I do not like yeah, well, we'll, we will find out how egregious you think it is. So does it make for better cinema? I'll let you go first on this one. Um, what was the other option? The other option was to have a conversation which was similar to the book and in which Farmer Maggot is not. Um, they're, they're not thieves stealing from Farmer Maggot. They just mentioned Farmer Maggot in this land that they happen to be walking through. So does it make for better cinema? I don't see that. Um, I just, uh, they're not cutting out a character. I mean, they're cutting out Farber Maggot, but that's a different change. That's not, that's not technically this one. Yeah. Um, so they're just changing the character of Mary and Pippin to be Phoebes. And I don't see that as better cinema. They didn't need to. No, they they didn't. They, it's, um, I mean, this, this has been happening now a few times when we talk about Mary and Pippin is that the, um, they're the, we talked about Gimli being the com comic relief and Mary and Pippin being the comic relief. And this is now an attempt to do that in a sense too, that look, they're the guys who, you know, they pranked everybody. They stole the fireworks and set them off. No, look, these are the guys that are stealing the, uh, uh, the crops from 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 a maggot. And it just creates characters that I didn't recognize in the films. Uh, and I think the characters in the books are better than the characters in the films. Uh, and you could have still made, made given comic relief without, making them into these characters that are stealing crops from people. May, I know a lot of people are going to be like, I can't believe you're worrying about them stealing the crops. I'm like, Hey man, he worked for those. You know how many, how many Hills he had to plow in those rolling Hills of the Shire in order to get all those cabbages without the water pooling underneath them and rotting it. It's not, it's hard work to get those little ridges up high to get the cabbage. To sit. Okay. So they're, right. they're not, they're not. Whereas instead we get the, um, the invisible farmer maggot, you know, he we see the sign of him coming through the fields as they get oh, chased off. The bouncing scythe, which is the, right, the bouncing like, scythe. We somebody's get the standing there farmer. going like this. So going basically he's the hobbit equivalent of like, you know, get off my lawn. Yeah, 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 that's right. Which, I mean, which Frodo's in the book didn't want to go back on his lawn after the dogs. Right, but, but it, it was a joke. It was the dogs. It, it, but it, it was, was a joke, and, yeah. and he does actually go on, and they have a great relationship and a conversation with farmer maggots in the yeah. books, and so... Anyway, missed out. Yeah. Okay. So, how much do we like the change? Go you first. Um, this goes back to the whole they cut out way too much of those six chapters, and I hate that the world building was gone from those six chapters. And a part of that is what they've made Mary and Pippin into. Instead of being his companions, they're his accidental 
I don't even want to call them friends. They're the accidental hanger-ons. They're just there kind of trailing them. They're like, oh, oh, bad guy, Nazgul, let's all go to Buckleberry Ferry. And now we're in it. That like, And it happens in the span of a few hours. They, they, they meet them. They fall down the cliff. Here comes the Nazgul. They start running. They get to Buckleberry Ferry at night, and then they're in Bree. Like that, that in, within the span of a few hours. Um, and in the books, it's a span of a few months. It's time. There's a lot of time that goes on um, from leaving Hobbiton to actually getting to Bree. And I think by doing this, uh, they've they've really lessened it. It's going to be rather relatively low for me. Not the worst. I'm going to go 1.8. I don't like the change. Ooh, that's that's hard. All right. So my, I'm not that harsh. Um, I'm below the middling is th- uh, mark is a three. So I'm below a three. I'll be at, but I'm a, more like a 2.4. It doesn't bother me quite as much, mm. but I just think it's. It's unnecessary and it, it's yeah. sort of demeaning to Marion Pippin. It's just it it doesn't represent their character very well. So you know what I realized? I was looking at this here as I was prepping for uh, for these changes today. I realized that the ones that really bother me are the ones where they change Tolkien's world, even more so sometimes in the plot. They change the characters mm-hmm. in the world. And so when here you miss out on so much of the world by right. these changes and the characters like that's it's a double whammy here they change the characters and they've they've minimized middle earth and i hate that because by doing it this way they've removed who those characters are that we love from the books. right so, right yeah. yeah that makes sense i mean yeah. it's the it's characters that you love and so yeah yeah all right that's that's two more to go or two more to go two more down everybody <laughs> two more two down more. And we are, uh, we have a bunch more to go, but we're taking a break. Like we said earlier, we're going to be reading Aldarian Erendis, The Mariner's Wife, which is an unfinished tale. It is a clearly unfinished tale. So you will be disappointed by the end of it that there is no change to it, or there is no, uh, there is no final result. There is no resolution to the story. And it ends and you're like, but in our final, in our final episode of it, I plan, spoiler alert, I plan to ask Jonathan and Middle Earth Mixer what they would how they would have finished the tale if they had finished it we need to plan that out because i need to yeah maybe it's a discussion we have to have we come up with our own ideas and make one whole episode of like how should this have ended right and Um, by that i mean not how would we personally i mean it is how would we personally have changed it but yeah but in the spirit of tolkien if we were if we were thinking of a tolkien if we if we weren't hired by amazon how would we change it because we'd actually want to do a good job (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I would love to be hired by Amazon because then that would be a sign that they yeah, actually... Yeah, you, you wouldn't last. You're not towing the party line there. Right, that's true. I, I would I would pull a... Um, what's his name? Tom... Uh, uh, Bombadil. Was, no, not Bombadil. <laughs> the, uh, uh, Tom, Tom Hardy. Shippen. Tom Shippy. Tom Shippy. Yeah, he, they, they dropped him because he was too critical, it seemed like. Yep, that's the story. Yeah, who, that's, Tom Shippy, who's one of the preeminent... Up. Tolkien scholars. Yeah, probably top and... two, top three Tolkien yeah. scholars in the world. Michael Grumbine, Jonathan Watson, nope. Tom Shippey. Oh, no, no. Nope. Okay, no, no, no. Joking, uh, I don't hold that high. Mm, please Sorry, don't. <laughs> <laughs> the internet. Um, I'm in a hate mail. Yeah, it. I know, I know. People are like, oh, you can't believe you that you've said you're better. No, I'm not, guys. This is, this is called being like... <laughs> you freaking arrogant SOBs. No. Mm. We just so anyway, Tolkien. yes, we do. And we're going to read Aldarian Air. Just grab a copy of unfinished tales you can get it in the link below or look hey man you can go to a used bookstore and oftentimes you'll find unfinished tales there because a lot of people pick it up and go like "Ooh, tolkien and they read it like what the so 
uh, you might find it there. I found I found an original copy of it. I have it. You can't see it, but I have it back there. I found it last year at a used bookstore here. So, uh, nice. nineteen seventy was it seventy nine that it came out? I think. Um, so yeah, yeah, do that. I have, um, I have the illustrated version. I actually have two versions, but I have the illustrated version, Alan Lee twenty twenty version. So, ah, yeah, those. I mean, all the illustrated. You can't go wrong with any of those because this the the the, the visuals that Alan Lee, Ted Naismith, and John Howe creator just are wonderful little additions to it. Fantastic. Um, All right. So uh, once again, also, you can become a member, thewonder.com slash member. Sorry, guys, I have to say this every single time. But this time it's a little different because I can also say click the Discord invite link below and you can join us in Discord without becoming a member. You just are limited in the amount of channels that you can get to. I'm sorry. You still have to pay to play a little bit. (laughs) But... You can so say we have a what special there and... freeloader channel for you yeah. all. <laughs> you get the freeloader. You get the freeloader role in Discord. I can do whatever I want with the freeloaders. But yeah, we'll give you we'll give you access to. Maybe there'll be months where there'll be some time where you can be like, hey guys, everything's free for this month or something like that. That'd be fun to do. That's so right. um, uh, join us there. Go to click that link in Discord. We want to see more of you. We want to get the conversations going and uh, and uh, join us in the extended podcast by becoming a member at thewondering.com slash members. We've got a lot of questions from us, so we got to jump into this, Michael. You got to go. So, goodbye, freeloaders.